Welcome everybody to the Low Sex and Death Podcast. I am your host, the other white meat. Tonight with me, I got the big dizzle. How you doing, bro? I'm doing wonderful, man. Hope you are. Man, you know. I think uh, we're going to do a fun thing tonight, so at least that'll oh, be yeah? a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got something to talk about, man. Oh, really? Yeah, we do. Okay. We're going to talk about movies. Talk about movies. movies. Yeah, we're going. I've seen a few. You've seen a few, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to try not to make it too political tonight and so forth. So Ain't nothing political about some, movies. Uh, right, right, Either right. You like it or you don't. Well, there are definitely some political movies out there. But uh, anyway, so we just want to talk about movies, talk about stuff we love, stuff maybe we could even suggest to other people. Um, and we're going to talk about some aspects of uh, the industry, how things have changed, uh, that type of thing. You know, just kind of chat around about it. Have a fun one. Feel it? No, I'm feeling it. No, no, no. Right. Go ahead. Right, I mean, cool, where, cool, where, cool. where do you start with? Where that? I want to start. Uh, I'm just going to start off with some of my favorite movies, man. I, that's where I wanted to do. Uh, and as uh, uh, as I'm doing this, you could think a little bit about. <clears throat> God, know. I lost my list of my favorite movies. Right, right. Well, you, it will come back to you. I dumbass this one. It will come I'm back. Sorry. To you. So that's all right. So, anyways, let's go over. And this is not going to be in any particular order. Though I will say, like, right, maybe right. No, I there's feel a that. good chance. No, no particular order. Right. I got you. There's a good chance these first three probably are my three favorite movies. So. All right. All right. All right. So, Let me write these down. Go I'm going to start off with uh, True Romance. <laughs> my man. I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Uh, I nope, absolutely nope, love nope, True nope, Romance. Nope. Uh, you know... Uh, one, you of, uh, one of Quentin Tarantino's early early scripts. Uh, let's go way beyond that. And just so good, man. Oh that my, movie. All right. Uh, let, let, top three, I'm going to have to throw that in there with you. Yeah. It's I mean, I'm true. with you on that one. That uh, one that, that's a banger. I that's love a banger. True Romance. And for that anybody, is a banger. Anybody yes, who's it is. never seen it, your challenge is, when you watch it, to figure out who Val Kilmer is. That's your challenge when you watch that movie. <laughs> We're not going to do any spoilers here, but uh, you need to. That movie is incredible. I, I'm afraid you just stole my heart on that Front one. Front to back. And I also got to say that it, nope, is, nope. it is one of the most romantic movies in True a weird romance, sense. baby. Right. Yes, it that is. That you'll ever yes, watch. Yes, it is. Uh, just an amazing movie. One of the first two scripts that Quentin Tarantino, he well, he put out three scripts in the beginning. He wanted to keep Reservoir Dogs for himself, and then he put out True Romance and Natural Born Killers, put those out into the thing for somebody else to direct. Now, from what I understand, I don't think Quentin Tarantino actually likes True Romance or Natural Born Killers, which I think is insane. The two top of his films. Right. They're, those I mean, are totally so the top. Yeah, yeah those yeah, are, those so are the good. top two, I mean, no doubt. Uh, true I was romance. about to say, when you said Natural Born Killers, I was yeah. pissed off I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, Natural Born Killers is another, but I've got that one that little bit down here. Oh, so. my God. Yeah, so all right. Anyways, gotcha. that, that's my that's one of my big ones. My next one, uh, and I love this movie. I watch it every single year. I don't year. think I'm going to get to read my, my list. Yeah, I think you you're going to yeah. call it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite movie, one of my absolute all-time favorite movies, ever since it came out, I watch it every single year on Valentine's Day. Without fail, since it's come out, is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind uh, with Jim Carrey. And uh, I absolutely, that movie just... Have you ever seen that one, Disney? Yeah, I, I believe I have, and I believe I've seen it once or twice, and that's probably maybe a little on the impaired side on that. <laughs> but uh, I could see I, that, I, and I, plus, I, you know, I, that's, but, a, that's but even a visual. So, even so, don't get me wrong, out of ten flipping movies... 
That absolutely would not be one of mine. Well, I'm, absolutely not. True okay. romance, I'm boy, I'm gung ho okay. on that, but not that one. Well, let me give you my reasoning behind uh, the Eternal Sunshine, just because on its overall arcing theme. Who is the director? Uh, Michael Gondry. Never heard of him. Go ahead. Okay, he did it back in the not day. Not that makes back that in the day negative. he directed a lot of Bjork videos, a lot of music videos at one time. He's known for that for a while. Uh, it was directing music videos, and they started going in doing some different. Uh, is French uh, French director. So, anyways, uh, my love of Eternal Sunshine is one. It is about how powerful memories are, and how they can, you know, that no matter how, um, no matter how hard we could try or want to erase ourselves from these memories and so forth, it's almost an impossible task. And then our attachment to someone that we truly love or truly care about is always, no matter how far they go away or whatever, if we even try and erase them out of our memory, they're never, ever totally I feel gone. like I feel like there was some other good things going on the night you watched that movie, and I, I get it. I get it. No, I mean, that's, that's the basis I get it. I movie. believe you were in that, that, that mindset. I get that. I wasn't that. in that mindset. The first time I watched the movie, I was in uh, thinking about separating from my first wife. So, yeah, I wasn't in that mindset. Okay. And that, in the mindset of that movie, especially by the end of it, is like, you know, is like, well, things are going to be crap sometimes. That's what they basically came to realize. They're like, hey, things are going to suck sometimes. And then they both are like, all right. You know, and the one's like, well, I'm going to find things I don't like about you. All right. All right. You, you know, remember anyways. a whole lot more about that movie than I do. I don't remember <laughs> well, anything about that you movie. You should really watch that well, no, movie. Well, no, and I again, have, and so. I'm sure I probably watched it twice. Yeah. And at one time I got it, but that was 15 years ago. Okay. So, so I don't, I don't, I don't remember it now. Well, that might be yeah. that old. It's getting close. All right. My number, uh, my third one on here is going to be The Fisher King. Got another one of those. Um. Yeah, the Fisher King with uh, Robin Williams, uh, Robin Williams, Jeff Bridges. Um, just that movie gets me every single time, man. And I, I, I feel bad because it. now I'm not going to be able to think of my my top ten movies, and they were as cool as yours. But. <laughs> you keep thinking away. You'll find some stuff. And I just I love that movie, man. It, it just it has so much to do. You can't with, argue those actors. I mean, I get yeah. it. Well, it's it has so much to do with. Um, I don't know. Wasn't he a teacher or some shit? Yeah, it goes a little. Di- it, well, it's it's about mental mental disorders, mental problems, that type of thing. Is kind of its yeah, main core. Yeah, see, yeah, I know I've seen it, but I was uh, I was on drugs. Directed or by uh, Terry Gilliam, yeah. who was in Monty Python. He also did, you know, um, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Seen it twice, both like times. High, right. don't remember it. Time Bandits and yeah. things like that. So. Uh, so, anyways, let's take a look here. What else do I got? So, moving on, uh, I got uh, Magnolia. Uh, Magnolia. Jesus Christ. I know I've seen that movie, too. And you, <laughs> where are you coming at? Where are you pulling this shit out of your ass, man? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is bullshit. 
Yeah, I love Matt no, Damon. No, 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 no. You just you just went to try to go oddball weird That's shit. That's not right, oddball ahead. at all, man. Magnolia is pretty well known. I mean, no, no, yeah. no. I, I've seen it, and I knew yeah. I liked it when I seen it. But can I tell you about yeah. it? No. And one of the things. Tell me okay, about well, it. One of the things I. One of the things I'm just gonna go a little bit about Magnolia. One of the things I love about Magnolia is Tom Cruise is so damn good in that. <laughs> Tom movie. Cruise. And he got nominated. Motherfucker. He got he got nominated <laughs> for an Oscar because. Of his performance in that movie and what the thing is is it proves my theory here's my theory go ahead that when tom cruise plays an asshole he's awesome he think is. about all the movies he he's been in he's he always awesome. an awesome asshole think about this tropic no. thunder tropic Thunder's the best asshole ever top gun yes the color of money I don't remember that one. <coughs> the color of money where he's pulled. No, I've seen it three times. Right. I swear I don't remember it. I was drunk or high. Just think about that. When he is a dick, when he is an asshole of a character, that's when Tom Cruise is truly at his best. And in Magnolia, I know I he's get a it. Dick. He's Tropic Thunder is one of my favorite movies ever. Didn't I put that on my list? You might. You better that write was it down. on my list. Well, you better write it down then, shouldn't you? <laughs> no, Tropic Thunder was on my list. Thank you very much. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we're moving on here. Um, this is classic. I, uh, I mean, I fought with myself a little bit about this one, but I think it's just I've watched it too many times and love it too much. I'm going to have to go with The Big Lebowski. I can't argue that one either. Yeah, Big Lebowski's just so classic, man. And see, just, you know, you and I are on the same page. I, I can't argue that one either. One I of the funniest, the funniest movies I've ever, ever seen in my entire life. I've seen life, it five or six I, times, I just, and the sixth time was as good as the first. Right, right. I and just, that you can't, that's how you hold it, a standard to the, a movie. It actually gets funnier each time you watch exactly. it. Exactly. And you, yeah. you notice more things and more shit. Yeah. And so that's what that's the standard right. of a movie is you watch it after that fifth time if it's if it's better yeah. you know than the first time you watched it right. then you know that's a great movie right. that's that's and the it. lines just get better each time you watch right and so forth which is uh, and it's funny I watched a movie recently called uh, Inherent Vice who was uh, directed and written by the same guy that did uh, Magnolia and it's kind of a mix between. You would probably like it a lot. Inherent it's got vice. inherent vice. It's got um, Yaquin Phoenix in it, and it's kind Yaquin, of yeah, not, not yeah. It's that, kind of whatever. a mix of The Big Lebowski with L.A. Noir during the '60s and drugs, and it's really good. It's that whole, you know what I'm saying? It's that whole. Uh, was he trying eye. to redo that last thing? That what was his last movie that was real good? <clears throat> I mean, he's had several good movies. But I, I didn't like um, the one he, a lot of people... Are you talking about Yaquin? Well, he did The Joker. What are you talking about recently? No, it's where is that? Like Mafia or... Uh, one more uh, maybe mafia. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Might be going a little farther back. Yeah, yeah. I think it is more, well, probably farther back. There was a Prime movie that he did not too long ago where he's uh, he's like a guy hired to go find a... A daughter that's been kidnapped. I can't. I'd have to look up the name. That was really good. It's really good. I have to look it back up. But he's not like, like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, he's a good actor. All his movies yeah. are good and they're kind of deep. And right. he does his own thing. He's right. one of those 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 okay. uh, 
well, actors you, that just you know. Well, they, listen. Do you know what I'm saying about like L.A. Noir? Like it's a, a private eye sitting there, and it's like in the dame walked in the door, you know, and she had a story. Some she was looking for somebody. Or something. It's a mix of that kind of nostalgic L.A. Noir kind of criminal noir stuff. L.A. Story, whatever. Yeah. With Big Lebowski and drugs. That's essentially what a hair advice is. You would really like it. It's really well, that funny. That sounds great. Is that is that in the movie theater? Is it on DVD? Oh, you can get it on DVD and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's on streaming services and so forth. So you might, um, I think, if you've got HBO. So I got to get my Netflix. I could probably get it on Netflix. right? Probably something like that. I could probably even get you a copy of it if you wanted a copy. Damn it, man. I know we shouldn't be talking about pirating things. Over there. We're not pirating things. I'm joking. No, right. I'm gonna get Netflix and I'll get it legally. Right. It's a super good movie. It was very, <laughs> it was very funny, man. I laughed my ass off the other night watching it because, uh, you know, Yaquin's very funny and it and he did kind of pull off an almost kind of like dude type character, like the big right. Mouse you gotta love the dude. It was really funny. Um, a movie, one of my favorite movies from the past ten years is, and I doubt. Dizzle's actually seen this one is uh, Mother with an exclamation point. It doesn't ring a bell. Okay. That one's one of my favorites. It has um, uh, Javier Bardem. Um, <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not into all the... Well, I, I don't know most of the non-mainstream... The twenty million a year actors. Oh uh, well, Javier Bardem. He was in uh, No Country. Some of them I might recognize, but remember, I, no I don't recognize that. Do you remember No Country for Old Men? Absolutely. He was the bad guy in No Country for Old Men. See now, I can't picture that just mentally. With the right haircut, the with the with the you no know, he had the bowl cut. Yeah. Wait so, a sec, but who was the main character? Uh, he was real main, and you can't remember him. It was Josh Head. Brolin and no, um, no, the main character for No Country for Old Men. And see, that's what I'm saying. I can't remember the was, the, uh, the bad guy, and and I can't even remember the good guy in it. And it's a huge actor. You'd shut up for a moment. I could tell you. No Country for Old Men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man! Uh, we'll get that in a yeah, second. Yeah, we'll get. <laughs> anyways, we're going back to Mother, uh, and with the girl that played Katniss in um, uh, the Hunting Hunger right. Games. Right. All right. Now, me explaining what Mother is about would absolutely give it away. So I really can't say much about it. All I can really say is it's a couple who lives out in the country, and people start showing up to their house, and that's all I can really say about the movie. Um, it is ingenious, and it does not make a lick of sense for most people. I think there are people that get it as they're watching it. They're like, okay, okay, I understand. But most people don't really get it to the very end. And at the very end, it is a eureka moment. If you understand what the movie is about and what it's actually saying and so forth, it is a complete eureka moment. It is amazing. Uh, of course, there are a lot of people that would disagree with What's me on that. It? It's called Mother with an exclamation point. And it is just unbelievably good. I, I, that movie, I've watched it so many times to pick up the things that I missed the first time around, the second time around. It's just... Clint Eastwood? No. No, it was directed by... Um, no Country for Old Men. It was direct... No, Clint, No Country for Old Men is the Coen brothers. Okay, it's not Clint Eastwood. <laughs> no, 
I'm trying, damn it. Okay. Right, go ahead. So we're moving on. <laughs> now, on these next couple, I fought with myself. I know this shit. I've right. seen that movie like four effing right. times. I go feel ahead. you. All right, go ahead. All right, so we're moving on. Next one, um, I have Forrest Gump. I... I love Forrest Gump. I always will. I will never hate on that movie. Yeah, it's I'm with just, that. I can watch it so many times. Brilliant I will, movie. I will admit that there You are, and I, we're going to have the same list. It's <laughs> well, a, yes. Well, there, there are scenes in that movie that just absolutely bring me to tears, man. I, I hate to admit it all and so forth. But man, like when he first sees his kid, that one kills me. Uh, let's see here. There's a couple others, man. But that, that finds out he can walk, and when his kid is normal. Oh yeah, man! All that, yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. man. That, Forrest Gump gets me every time. It's just I'm with you, man. The I can't, movie I can't is fight so that. the movie is so epic. It encompasses so much, and Where it's so it keeps you so entertained the whole from front to back. I know there were three movies that came out in '94 that everybody likes to argue about. And that is one of them. Of course, the other two being Shawshank Redemption and Pulp Fiction. Um, I would argue with both of those. And I think... Now, I love I love both of them. I, Shawshank, and, Shawshank is... Uh, Shawshank's an amazing movie. I don't put it with Forrest Gump be just because Forrest Gump was so... Pulp epic. Fiction was on my list. Pulp Fiction, I love Pulp Fiction too, but I don't put Pulp Fiction up there for me. I, I love Pulp Fiction. I, I can do. understand that. I can't put it quite in my top ten, but I do love Pulp Fiction. I can it understand is, that. It is an eye-opening movie, especially the first time you watch it. You're like, it's crazy. crazy I am so stoked you put Tropic Thunder on there. <laughs> I, that so, was mine. I, I, right. how can, that I, did, the, I don't have Tropic Thunder. Awesome. We talked about Tropic Thunder, but yeah. I don't have it on here in my list. or any, I mean, I've got it somewhere in here, I'm sure, but right. not on my top 10 or anything like True that. True romance. Yeah. So I'm going to have, um, these are a couple that I had some trouble with. So right here, I wanted to do, oh man, I'm just going to have to make a choice on this one and bring the other one down. I'm going to put the, um, the Jet Li movie Hero. I'm going to put that in my top 10. Totally off my radar. I uh, That is one of the most beautiful, period, beautiful movies ever made. It's it, The way it's filmed and the way each scene is done in a different color to represent uh, the mood of the person that is telling the story. It is amazing. Seems like I remembered that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Jet Li's in it, and he's, try he's trying to like assassinate the king, and he uh, has these weapons trying to get closer to the king. To I, can't, I can't back you up on that, but I would like yeah. to review that again. And it's like, an see old, it again. You know what right. I mean? And it's an old Chinese legend. You know, it's a, this is an old Chinese legend and so forth. So it's Hero is just... Ah, oh, I love that movie so much, man. It just I can watch that so many times and it's so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Right on. Now on this last one here. I had a last tough one. one. This last, yeah, I'm at my ten. I no, I didn't no, no, even I got I, I got one more here. I only got three written down. All right, you well you better get to working on it then. Okay, so now <laughs> this uh last one at the at one point, and I realized that I had to take it and put it below the top ten. I had top secret. With Val Kilmer. I love that movie as a kid. I love Fucking Top Secret. Other. But <laughs> I realized. <laughs> That's not my favorite Val Kilmer fucking movie. My favorite one is God Almighty, What Did He Do? 
Oh, oh, let me tell you the name of my favorite Val Kilmer movie. And it's an earlier, it's his first fucking Val Kilmer movie. Talking about real genius? Yes! 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 I love that fucking movie. Okay, so yeah, anyways, the, the top secret, uh, I took that one out. I had to put uh, Blazing Saddles. God, you can't go wrong with Blazing Saddles. Yeah, man. Blazing Saddles, <laughs> one of my absolute all-time favorites that on that one. So, uh, and then there was, uh, oh, and then the last one, the one, uh, there we go, I figured it out. That was the one I didn't mention, was uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, man, see, that's where I couldn't, I couldn't decide because... All the Star Wars and all the Star Treks. I mean, you know. Whatever. You can decide between the Star Trek. Man, there are some horrible Star Trek movies. Star Trek 1, 3, and 5 are horrible. Horrible. No, I'll go with you Star can... Wars were fucked up. Not Star Trek. Yeah, there Star are some Trek horrible never Star made Trek. a bad movie. Are you kidding me? I am. Are you kidding me? The first, the Star Trek, the motion picture is terrible. First off, all the Star Trek movies compared to the Star Wars Star movies Trek, all overall Star Trek were way better. Three, the search for Spock is unbearably awful, unbearably. You're Star not a Trekkie. And then Star Trek. How many Trekkie? Star Trek. How many, on, let me ask hold you on, this. You let me talk or what? Star Trek Five, where they go to try and find like God or whatever. Oh man, that movie is so bad. It's Stinks, dude. It is so Let bad. me ask you this. But, hold on. I'm not done. But, two, uh, The Wrath of Khan, it's a great movie. Four, The Voyage Home, the best out of all of them. And then uh, six, I think six is The New Frontier. It's Probably. I think it's The New Frontier, the one where they, uh, they have the peace conference. Awesome sure. movie. Really good. The other three, Suck out loud. Star Trek Generations, that movie is freaking unbelievably bad. That one's terrible. I couldn't believe how bad that one was when they mixed up the two. We're going to bring the next generation and the old generation together, and it was awful. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that's what I got to how say about many, Star Trek How movies. many of the series did you watch? Name, the, name watch, all the series did you I watch religiously. I don't watch the series, man. Well, there we're you not go. Talking about, we're so not, I'm talking about watching like 150 right. other episodes of Star Trek shit. We're not talking about shit. We're talking about movies. Right, but the movies are based on 150-some episodes of television series where you know everything. No, but they can be, they can be completely I know, taken but in their own. I'm a damn Trekkie, and you're sitting there talking shit to me because you watch I the fucking movies. I am talking junk because those movies suck. If they don't suck, then I won't talk junk. Yeah, how could you know if they sucked or not if you didn't watch the, all the other episodes? All the other, because we're not talking about TV right now. You're man. not a trekker, mother. We're talking effer. about. Are you a movies. trekker? Do you? Are would you? Quit would cut you tell me off? We are talking about movies, man. Would you tell somebody that you were a trekker? You're a loyal trekker. No, but I've watched the movies. Good God, I'm. I thought man. the new ones suck. Good God, I'm. I don't like man. the new ones. The the uh, the Abrams ones. I think those are. You're bad not a too. trekker. How do you have an opinion? Because I watch movies. I'm allowed to talk about and have an opinion all I like. How can you have an opinion on how a Star Trek movie really is if you're not a Trekker? Because if it sucks, it sucks. You don't have to be a Trekkie. 
I would imagine if you're not a Trekker, all Star you know, Trek I, movies I, suck. I mean, I love Star Wars and so forth, but I can tell you that a lot of those suck. The newer ones do, but that has nothing to the do... The newer how, ones? How, how can you claim to have an opinion on a Star Trek movie if you're not a Trekker? What are you talking about? You can claim to have an opinion on any movie. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be part of a group. Yeah, There's but you no judge membership. it like because it's not real or this, that, or the other. But you don't. I don't know judge anything it. Be, I don't Star judge Trek. it on the damn realness of it. Well, no, man. no, no, not even. I'm real. judging the movie. Uh, real, I'm judging the movie term. on how strong the story is, how good the acting was, how good the production was, everything that goes along Brilliant. with it. All right, Star Trek Brilliant. One is. I think they awful. nailed it. Awful. Star Trek 3. I'm a Trekker. They nailed it. Star Trek 3, man. Trying to bring back Spock, dude. It was so bad. So, so bad. They nailed it. And not not only were you doing that, you just muted a point of what a strong emotional scene from Wrath of Khan that made it so good. You basically just take your time to go ahead and erase that through some dumbass. Was that the Genesis Project? That crap was terrible. You know it was. It's terrible. Four. They can't all be perfect. Four. Four doesn't have the best storyline in the world. They I will can't ad- all be perfect. I will admit there are some plot holes in four that you know they got to bring back a whale and so forth from the twentieth uh, century. That it's- was the worst one. That was some no, dumbass. That shit. was not. You were no, out yeah, of your mind, dude. The voyage. The voyage home is one of the better ones, for sure. And then five, where they go to find God, that one's terrible. That one's so bad. I don't recall them actually ever looking for God. They're looking for God. They're looking like for the creator of the universe. That one's terrible. That one's so bad. That one is so bad. Now, six, with the Peace Conference and uh, the Vulcans and stuff. Not the Vulcans. um, You know what I'm saying. Klingons. That one's great. That one's really good. Might be my favorite out of all of them. But generations, generations, awful. So, anyways, I'm going to, we're, <laughs> we're moving on that. Oh, Empire Strikes Back. That's what I was talking about. Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars. Which one's that? That is the, uh, I guess, would technically be number five. Which one's that? That's the one where, uh, you know. Uh, in Cloud City and Boba Fett and all that kind of good stuff. And Luke loses his hand. I am the father. And they got the Hoth battle scene. You think that's the best one? Hell yes. <laughs> what God am I? Yes. That is absolutely. <laughs> when they're getting their ass kicked. <laughs> yes. Yes, because that made it for, feel more real than anything. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, okay, I got you. That's I'm not going to argue on any of those. Right. And I didn't really care for any of the new ones. Yeah, I, I, I like... <laughs> and um, I love Star Wars. God bless them. I was die hard. I, and I just didn't care for... They, 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 they killed me with, with Ebonics on the very first new one. I believe I'm going to come around the car. Are you serious? What are you talking about? You know, I thought that was degrading. It was bullshit, it was degrading, and I haven't liked any of them since. <laughs> uh, you know, I liked Rogue One okay. I thought Rogue One was pretty decent. Some of the series have been okay. I've been enjoying The Mandalorian. Stuff see, like now, that. I want to see The Mandalorian. Now, I think I would really get into that. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I don't have, apparently, Disney Plus. Right. I only have Disney Normal, which right. ain't Plus, so... right. 
so I got a couple of honorable mentions here I wanted to go through. One I know you're going to absolutely love. You might even put it in your top ten and so forth. Big one from the 80s, from our childhood. It would be uh, Red Dawn. I like Red Dawn. That was, uh, everybody was young in that movie. Wolverine. That was a great movie. Yeah, well, Wolverine's you know, it was, uh, it was believable back in the day we were all ready no, for no, the, no. we were all ready for the russians to come flying down on top of us you no know. no i get it if we had to be wolverine i was born on a nuclear missile base right so yeah it's something like that you know um and then um you know beyond that i've got all kinds of stuff written down here it's how about saving private crazy. ryan i have that one written down as an honorable mention mm -hmm. I got Saving Private Ryan, I know, definitely. That was a great, great movie. Yep, that was a good war movie, man. I really liked the movie that came out that was kind of opposite at the time, um, uh, The Thin Red Line. Did you ever see that? Love The Thin Red Line. Thin Red Line, Absolutely. really, really good movie, man. I like The Thin nope. Red Line because it got into the heads of the soldiers. You know what I mean? It was all about what was going through everybody's minds. No, I like Thin Red Line. And, so forth. and that really wasn't, wasn't that... Excuse me. Uh, maybe Madonna's ex. What was his name? He was a guy. I mean, who's Thin Red Line? Uh, who directed it? No, no, no. Main actor. Oh, there wasn't. A, it really didn't have a main actor. It had. Are a, you sure about that? Yeah, who it was had Madonna's like, ex. Well, it had like Jim Caviezel was in it. Uh, Sean Penn was in it. Sean Penn. That's who the hell I'm talking he about. He wasn't main. Nobody was really main in that. That was the beautiful. It thing doesn't about matter. That, I was but, just yeah. talking about yeah, Madonna's he was in, ex. Yeah, he was yeah. in. It. Yeah, yeah Sean Penn. Thought. Sean Penn was definitely in it. But that was a good movie. I really that liked was a good Red movie. Line. You know, as far as I mean, as far as war movies, those it are, was a great war. Those movie. are two of the better World War Two movies, of course. Um, what was one I was thinking of? Platoon. Platoon's so good. Priceless. I mean that. Yeah, you can't go. I mean, I can name. Don't get me wrong. We could, and and honestly, we could do a top ten. 15 probably war movies right i mean there's there's oh my god right you're right yeah i mean there's so many really really good war movies out there scorsese thank you i mean just all these people i mean just yeah yeah i mean i've been through some um i've watched quite a few war movies war movies can be tough you know and i've watched uh i've watched a couple good uh russian war movies they're really good. Like about you know, went back to like the days when they were in Afghanistan and stuff like that back in the eighties. Wow. They're like super some really good Russian war movies. Wow. Um and I watched also a Russian movie it was called uh it was Mongol. It was about Genghis Khan. And I don't know if it was done by actually it, I mean it was mostly Russian names from what I could see that did the whole movie. It was epic, man. It was like the Asian Braveheart. It was so good, dude. It was, man. If you ever get a chance to watch that movie, it's just called Mongol. And it's like three hours long. It's all about Genghis Khan. And it is so epic and awesome, dude. It is It is really the Asian Braveheart, dude. It is so good. I was just like, man. you know. But I had a thing for Genghis Khan when I was a kid. That was like... You know, I like the the Mongols. You know, I guess because they were pillaging Chinese, <laughs> Chinese, Russian shit. They were just, you know, they they were taking everything out and so forth. So I really liked uh, that kind of stuff. What are some of your favorite war movies? Period. You got a couple you could add to that. I list? just told you, man. The, what about Apocalypse Now? You, uh, you got absolutely yeah. and Redux. That's got the extra footage. Ooh, that's a long movie. 
That's like almost four hours of the Redux. <laughs> yeah, that's a long one. It's got the whole French when they meet the French, yes, uh, the French uh, yes, family yes. in the middle of the jungle. All kinds of uh, forty-five minutes of French shit that yeah. you never see in the other movies. Yeah, it's very weird. It's a weird. They're movie. floating I can see down why, the river. I can they're see they're floating down cut. the river, talking to the French people, whatever, right. whatever. Right. Well, that was from the. It was a uh, you know. People that stayed there after the French colonization. Right, they just out. stayed there. Yeah, and that's a that's a weird scene. I always thought it didn't, uh, but of course, ev just about everything in that movie is super creepy to me. Like everything about that, especially when they get to the end, and it's like it feels like you're at the end of the world. You know, when they get to the end where Colonel Clink is and everything, and it's like you're just at the end of the world, man, you know? It's just one of those movies. It has that feel to it. It's crazy, crazy. And the There's, funniest part about it, though, yeah. I think, is a lot of times is I always... I never really considered it a war movie, per se. I think, when, especially when I was a, uh, younger, I never really considered it a war movie because, yeah, it takes place during Vietnam and so forth, but it really doesn't have anything to do with any battles or anything. It's just about this one really little story. This one kind of like, you know, it's not true. But He this has one to go to the end of the road. Right. The end of the road and talk some shit to this guy and get the fuck out of there. He's supposed to kill him, yeah. Yeah, send him to kill, kill him. him. Yeah. And it is just, it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those movies. It doesn't have, uh, I don't think of it as a traditional war. There's another damn, see, there's another one or two war movies I'm thinking about. Well, what about uh, Full Metal Jacket? I'm sure it's one you want to throw in there. Stop hammering. <laughs> yeah, Full Metal Jacket. Amazing movie, Kubrick. Uh, and, you know. You gotta throw Full Metal Jacket Kubrick in Kubrick one of his best. That movie's just intense from front to back. Uh, yeah. I love... Uh, That's not even the one I was thinking about, but you're right. Full Metal Jacket. It's like you could have... We, we did a 10 top whatever, mm -hmm. but you could definitely... There's 10 war movies. Oh, yeah. All day long. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, All Quiet Along the Ro uh, Western Front is another great one. Uh, bridge Across the River Quiet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just been some amazing war movies out yeah. there, you know. Uh the Hamburger Hill was a good one. That was one of my favorites. That's one of the best yeah. movies ever made. That's a good one. Hamburger Hill is top <laughs> top one. It, that, that could go there all day long. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. So I mean, Hamburger I, Hill. Damn it! Thank you. And what was the one? The Enemy at the Gates about the Enemy snipers? at the Gates is good. Yes, yeah, that's another good war, World War Two movie, man. That's excellent about Vasily Saitsev. Yep. Yeah, that's a classic. I really enjoyed that. Uh, and that was one. One of the things I liked about that movie is they never tried to do Russian accents, which I appreciated. They all just did their English accents, and they're like, hey, we're Russian, by the way. And you're just right. like, all right, cool, I accept that. Instead of you trying to... Because, one, I don't think... Um, I don't think Jude Law is all that great an actor. I like him. I don't think he's all that great an actor. So if they'd have made him try a Russian accent, that movie would have been horrible. <laughs> if right. I would have had to listen to him, or if I would have had to listen to... Um, uh, Ed, <coughs> Ed Harris doing uh, Ed a Harris. German, I love doing Ed a Harris. German accent. Yep. You know, I don't want to go through that. <coughs> Excuse me. So I think that would have been uh, a thing. You know, um, any other war movies we can think of here that really should be in this? Uh, Jesus, how many is there? There's all of. 
You know what movie I loved as a kid with Clint Eastwood? I absolutely loved. It was called Firefox. And it was where he was a, a pilot. Stop. And he had to go Stop. in and steal a jet. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking God, about. I love I that know movie. exactly man. what you're talking about. As a about. kid, I absolutely love that movie, dude. Oh, God. He had to go what, in. What kind of fire did he steal? It, it was, was a It jet. wasn't stealth, but it was something. It did all kinds of stuff. It was something stuff. crazy shit. Right. It did all kinds <laughs> of stuff, man. I love that movie, man. As a kid, I know I exactly just, oh. what you're talking about. That was like 1986. Right. Right. I just absolutely loved yes. that movie, dude. It was Firefox. So oh, my God. Yeah, brought, brought back some memories for you on that one, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen it there too. God, I love that movie, dude. I really do. That was one of my favorites as a kid, man. Absolutely. You know what? A good one too from the '80s that's not brought up enough was uh, Uncommon Valor. I don't recall that. You don't one remember much. Uncommon Valor, no, man? That I don't was recall a good that movie, one dude. That was a really good movie. That one's that one's been a while though. That was uh, way back in the '80s. That was. It was kind of more along the Chuck Norris missing in action type lines, but it was. Still I remember more, all those. No, right. I watched all that Chuck Norris shit. Right, all the Rambo stuff and so forth. You know, and yeah, I mean, First Blood. I love First Blood. Uh, I Rambo after that is just kind of whatever it is, but First Blood's a great, great movie. And uh, you know, when those scene, the scene where he's you know stitching himself up and stuff like that. I oh, you know, as a kid, you're like, oh yeah. man, you know. And speaking of some uh, movies that we loved as a kid, we'll go throw a couple of these out here. Uh, of course, Terminator. Um, right. Terminator, just an old-time classic. One movie I loved the moment I first saw it. Fair enough, man. Terminator's a good one. Yeah, I mean, just it's just classic, all-time classic. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, it's funny. I want to talk about Alien. Because I love Alien and I love Aliens. And now you're now you're mixing Terminator and Alien. Right. But I love Alien and I love Aliens, but they're for two different reasons, right? Because one, Alien to me is one of the greatest sci-fi horror movies ever made. I'm with you. Aliens is one of the greatest action sci-fi movies ever made. Blowing out the stomach. Oh, I mean... (laughs) Everything, you know, the first Alien movie, I saw that as a kid. No, man. you can read It's real. Dude, when I saw that as a kid, it terrified me. It right. No, I feel you. It terrified me. I feel you on that. It absolutely terrified me. But the second one's so good, dude. It's just such a kick-ass movie. And there's so many lines from that movie that are so quotable, you know. Game over, man. Game over. I just love, there's so much in that movie that's just quotable and awesome. And I, you know. Now... Have I liked any Aliens movie since? I liked Alien 3 okay. It's I don't even great. recall or care. That's a David Fincher movie, which is crazy. Dude, that was one of his early the, stuff. I don't even know what that means. Be honest that was one it. of his early stuff. That was a, you know, that movie, yeah. But the one, it's Alien... Resurrection? Alien Resurrection. There is an Alien Resurrection. Alien yes. Resurrection, where she has the baby mixed alien, and she and it like gets sucked out the little hole, and she's like, and it's like screaming for her the whole time, and she's like crying, 
Man, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. That whole movie is hilarious front to back. It is so bad. It is so bad. I will watch that movie over and over again because it is so bad. It is. It was. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Yeah, but when I she's don't crying over the alien, is it's getting sucked out no. this little hole? Its brains are getting sucked out into space through this little hole. Oh my god. Oh, oh, I'm starting to laugh thinking about it. All right, we're gonna move on. That. Oh. Watch, if you haven't done it, people, please watch Alien Resurrection. You And don't don't you dare take it seriously or you're going to hurt yourself. Anyways, uh, go along all those lines. Predator, the first Predator. A uh, second Predator was pretty good, too. Did you like the second Predator movie? I think I like most of the Predators movies, but uh, I, I, you know. I didn't like Predator versus Aliens. Alien versus Predator. AVP. And I did not like the new Predator movies. Those have been terrible. But the original? I really didn't classic. give a shit, to be honest with you. Yeah? Just haven't thought much about it? Is that what you're telling nope, me? Nope, not thinking much about it. <laughs> All right, I'm about to hit you up with one real quick. Are you ready? Let's see, we were going back. I wanted to go back a little bit while we were working on God, it's old. I mean, I kind of tried to come up with another Arnie movie, like Commando or something like that, but I couldn't really think of anything that I felt was like up to that, that I'm just like, oh, yeah, I got to watch that over and over and over again. To put up on my list. I couldn't really think of any Sylvester Stallone stuff that I was just like, yeah, I'd watch that movie. Who gives a shit about movie. Sylvester Stallone? He's done some good stuff. He's not exactly the best actor in the world. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Not exactly He's the best good. actor in the world. But, yeah, he has done some good stuff. So, yeah, so let's I see him here. Hard. I'm going to hit you up real quick. Because I know you're going to love this call right here. All right. All right. An incredible movie. I almost wish I could have got it on my top ten because I absolutely freaking love it. Uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. One of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah. That one's funny but, uh, from front to back. Man. Man. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he's got his pin out, folks. He's got his pin out. He used to be, I, I, just, I, I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was just going to set it going in his brain. He's like... Damn, I really want to see that movie. I haven't seen that movie in a while. And I haven't seen One of and my I put, favorites. Thank and I put you. Snatch no, no. up there with it. Same director, same writer. Uh, Snatch was really good as well. Snatch is funny, but it's Lock, Stock, and Smoky, Two Smoking Barrels. Um, classic. And I mean, one of, the, one of the movies that made Jason Statham's career. And if you don't know, when you watch that movie, uh, the first scene is Jason Statham out on the sidewalk selling stolen goods and so forth, all right? Now, when Guy Ritchie found Jason Statham, that's exactly what he was doing when he first found Jason Statham. Jason Statham was out on the streets of London selling stolen goods. And Guy Ritchie went up to him and was like, hey, man, do you think you want to, you know, do this on film? That's one of my favorite top ten movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Fuck yeah. Yeah, good one. It's a good one. And so I can't funny. even remember what the fuck it's about, but I know. <laughs> uh, he's had a few drinks. So I mean, I'm telling you right now, and I know yeah. for a fact yeah. that's one of my favorite top ten video uh, or movies, whatever, movies, recordings, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. So good. Hell yes. So good, dude. So many funny quotable lines from that movie. Yes. It is so good. I absolutely that's when you know it. you got it right. You're fucked up and you're like, yeah. I know that's my shit. Yeah. 
that was a great one, man. <laughs> I I love Lockstock. It was one of the. I think I think we we might have even been like living together at the time when that came <laughs> we out. We might have been when that came and out. And that movie, dude, it made me. We laugh might have for fucking did some hours ass. for yeah. hours. Yeah. What the fuck is that? It's my brain gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just hit you, didn't it? Yes, that movie's so damn funny, and so is Snatch. The one that he did after that, Snatch with Brad Pitt and stuff, is also funny. All right, I now. gotta put that down there. Yeah, too. Snatch, Snatch is funny as hell too, man. <laughs> Snatch is great. There's some ultimate quotable stuff from Snatch. I, I love Snatch too. That one's so funny, you know. And at the English movies. I've seen some good English movies, um, and I don't. I haven't seen really a good Guy Ritchie movie since those two. God, it's I've been a while, and I've seen a lot of his stuff since then, and it's been pretty bad. He was even engaged with Madonna for a while, and they did a movie, and it was terrible. I know it's so bad. So you know, but that's but back in the day, back those two movies, Guy Ritchie was on. Point. Those two movies are so good from front to back. They're funny as hell all the way through, uh, and I absolutely love them. Once I and uh, yeah, <clears throat> I, I mean again, I can't really say, but I knew bringing those up would really get something in you because I know you absolutely. You love said those Guy Ritchie is the guy that did Lutz. Yeah, Guy Ritchie did both those movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those were some really good ones and. Uh, I've still got Natural Born Killers down on the list, but we kind of already talked about Natural Born Killers. Sort Definitely of one of the best Natural movies Born ever Killers. made. Really good. Uh, the point of Natural Born Killers, I think, is very important, how the media can um, glamorize things and so forth at the same time while condemning things, but yet making something more popular beyond something that they can actually control. That type of stuff, I think, it's just an amazingly written movie. I think Oliver Stone did an amazing job directing it. I know that Quentin Tarantino does not agree, but I think it's a well-done movie. It's also the most horrifying and disgusting that I have ever seen uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. Let me tell you this. It was the most awesome acid trip I've ever been involved with in my life. Watching this movie, uh -huh. and it was everything you would ever want an acid trip to be like. Right. Crazy. Right, and it all comes together. And let's not forget Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails did all the soundtrack. Amazing job on the soundtrack and the. My God, it was it was amazing. Just a great movie. I mean, again, that so, was, yeah. that's up there, and I, I love True Romance more because True Romance is, I, it, it's to I me. I wasn't tripping ass on True Romance. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that one's, it, it's quite amazing. So that one I, I had to put up there. Uh, True Romance is one of the greatest movies ever made. I get it. Right. I totally get right. that. And I want to talk a little about some Kubrick stuff because we already talked about Full Metal Jacket, which is an amazing movie, of course. And Kubrick has a tendency to drive people nuts. What about The Shining? What about? I mean, I think that's probably my favorite horror movie of all time. I think it's weak. Really? You think Hell The Shining's yeah. weak? Why do you think it's weak? I just, I just believe it's weak. But it's all atmosphere, man. There doesn't have to be a lot of people dying in it. I can't believe you think The Shining is weak, really. Yeah, truly the... Well, give me some of your favorite horror movies. What are your, some of your favorite horror movies, man? 
Um, and are there horror movies that actually scare you? That have scared you or made you jump and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Now you now you put me on 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 pedestal and, and uh, I'm kind of locking up. And, it, and it's uh, listen, it's your soapbox, man. You need to get up there and rule it, bro. No, 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 no. I agree. Tell us about some horror movies. What are good horror movies? Halloween. Uh, what the original no, or no, Halloween the didn't do anything for me. Okay. My first good scare was uh, the Friday the Thirteenth movie. Friday the Thirteenth. That was my first good scare as really? a young child. Whenever that uh, came out of the water, right. or the first one. Well, Nightmare on Elm Street got me when I was a kid. Nightmare on Elm Street got me too one time. Yeah. But uh, no. Damn you, it. Yes. No. Yeah, I have something. What about The Exorcist? Exorcist, oh my god. Exorcist was the scariest thing for me growing up. And just when she started talking to herself and just right. blah, blah, blah. And nah, right. You know, you know that the, freaked me out. That the, freaked me out. The funny man. thing is I didn't really get too scared with the Exorcist. I really, don't what scared you? Oh, like I said, um, Nightmare on Elm Street got me pretty good. Nightmare on Elm Street scared the crap out of me the first time I watched it. Um, I, you know, you want to know what really scared me? Since we're still in talking about Cooper. Jason, Jason and, 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 and <laughs> oh. him. Did Jason never get you? Oh, no. No, I was never scared of Jason. That never did anything for me. Yeah, he got me a few times. Yeah, no, that never scared me. I was All right, never... go ahead. Your exercise. What got you? Okay, you want to know what got me? Um, my parents showed me, um, Clockwork Orange at a young age. <laughs> Okay. Right. The scene, <laughs> the scene where he kills the guy with the giant ceramic dildo, really messed with me as a kid. I gotta say that one horrified me as a kid. It horrified me when they're like raping this girl and killing this guy with a giant ceramic dildo. Horrified me. Absolutely horrified me. That one got to me, dude. But the thing is, I can I can watch the movie now and appreciate for what it is, even though that that scene still. Are you gets kidding me? me? A little bit. Clockwork Orange is a sick, crazy ass damn. It's a great movie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It has a point, and if you get the point, it's a great movie. Oh my god. Yes, Clockwork Orange is amazing. What no. Kubrick movie? Do you like any Kubrick movies beyond uh, Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Name a Kubrick movie. <laughs> I've been naming them. Do you like 2001? Weird. 2001's boring. Yeah, it's weird. I like can't I do just, what did I just say? Weird. I don't mind the weirdness of it. 2001's just too many scenes of like space No, it's scenes. boring. And, and Kubrick, You'll have like Kubrick, 10 minutes. Kubrick's a fuck up. I mean, don't How get me wrong. Kubrick a fuck up? I think he's just weird. I think that son of a bitch is just crazy. <laughs> You know, it's trying to understand things through a different light. I used different to watch. Metaphor, I, I, hey, I I believed in that. Uh, what about Eyes Wide Shut? You didn't like Eyes Wide Shut. Let me tell you something. Some of that I, Illuminati sex stuffy. Okay, well, I believed in all that Kubrick weirdness. What with the moon landing? 
Yes. Oh, God. Don't even go there right now. I'm not talking about conspiracy theories. You don't believe in that? We're not talking about conspiracy theories. We're talking about movies. You don't believe he filmed it? Listen, I just said we're not talking about conspiracy theories right now. We're talking about movies. Well, then Kubrick was a weirdo. I wasn't into any of his shit. Not, Not a single Kubrick movie. Well, name, of course, uh, name uh, we said Full Metal Jacket, obviously. You I like love Full Metal, Full Metal Jacket. Jacket, that's it. Right. It's got to be about war and death before you're going to be into it, huh? Apparently. <laughs> war and death apparently. before we're feeling it, huh? Yeah, All apparently. right, well, I mean, I went through, I've been thinking about uh, Tarantino movies. I'm not. Go ahead. I'm not as big a Tarantino fan as a lot of people. I don't right, think that ahead, every, I am. I don't go think ahead. that everything he touches turns to gold by any means. I, I re- think he's a weirdo too, but eh, go ahead. He does a lot of dialogue. I, I really like Kill Bill One. I thought that was a great movie. That was probably one of my more favorites that he put out in the past whatever amount of years. I really like Kill Bill One. Um Hateful Eight was alright. Um What was what oh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was it was alright. It was alright. I, I mean uh, you know Seeing the Manson family get... Have you ever watched that movie? Yeah. Okay, seeing the Manson family get slaughtered in the end of it's pretty funny. But, you know... Yeah, he switched it around. Yeah, which, you know, he did it in Glorious Bastards. And this thing, I did not like in Glorious Bastards. A lot of people really loved in Glorious Bastards. I didn't like in Glorious Bastards. I just... I don't know what it was about the movie. I just didn't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I just didn't like in Glorious Bastards. It's one of those things. So, anyways... So as far as uh, you know, as far as Tarantino, you know, Pulp Fiction's pretty good, and Jackie Brown's pretty good, and I like Kill Bill. Oh. He did three of those, so you don't like the other two. Kill Bill, he only did two of them. Two of them, all right. Yeah, I didn't like the second one. No, I thought the second one was kind of boring, and I don't like how the ending scene went. I don't like the end of it. So, yeah. So uh, that's about it on that. I it just I'm probably right there with you, Will. Yeah. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing with you. Right. I'm not against any of those. Right. I, I can care less. Right. You know, uh, his uh, fucking his views and what he did and what he did with all that shit. I'm with you. I right. got you. Right. Well, let me uh, let's let's talk a little bit about some gangster flicks. I know this. Is all right. Let's go well gangster. Some of my favorites, it. and I can't. I really fought with this one about putting Goodfellas on my top ten because I do truly love Goodfellas. You gotta love Goodfellas. I mean, when, you know, when it comes to gangster, you gotta movies, love Goodfellas. Um, there, it really doesn't get much better than that. I mean, I've got Scarface on here, but the '80s Scarface, Scarface. is a good movie, but it's not as good as Goodfellas. I can't put it up there with Goodfellas. Goodfellas is just it's what's your such problem? a tight movie. We ain't got to do ten. Just tell me what you like. <laughs> Well, those are out of like the gangster type movies and so forth. Those are my favorites, you know. Casino's okay. It's I not, love Casino, uh, man. So I'm not real big on Casino. I I think it's good, but it's I'm not. That's as gangster as it gets, it, man. You know, uh, I mean, there's a lot of those old type of style uh, movies out there. Once Upon a Time, Brooklyn's really good, and it's uh, a good one, You're right? Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of those. Uh, that are really excellent, but Goodfellas, Goodfellas is the height for me. That that movie's just, I could watch it over and over again, never get sick of it. You know, it always, uh, it, it's just always entertaining. I think it's just such a good movie. You got anything to add in that gangster, uh, in that Italian mobster type movies? 
Anything you think of? What was the one with the... Um, what was the Johnny Depp where he's undercover? Donnie Brasco. That was a good one. With Al Pacino. Donnie true Brasco. story. Donnie Brasco was a good one. Yeah, the true story one about the undercover yeah, cop. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to just have ten of them with that because, oh, yeah. like I said, you know, it's hard to you can't screw around with those those series. Right. The Goodfellas and the what was the other series? Oh, Godfather. Godfather, good. You know, Godfather. What was the other series? Which other series are we talking about? Yeah, I understand Godfather. I mean, there was the Untouchables, I guess. It's kind of a gangster movie. Uh, yeah, Dealing with Al Capone and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, which is, you know. But how could you, I guess, I mean, are you going to just do one or two of the Godfathers? <laughs> I mean, Sean Connery is an Irishman <laughs> in the Untouchables. I always thought that was hilarious. Sean Connery, he got nominated for that movie, too. And he's playing an Irishman with a Scottish accent. And they nominated him. It's unbelievable. I'm just like, he's just like, of course I'm Irish. You know, just doing like the whole Scottish accent, <laughs> saying he's Irish. And I was like, what the fuck? This isn't making any sense, you know? But he they he won a freaking Academy Award for that part. You know? <laughs> I don't... That's I, what money does, baby. You know, Sean Connery playing an Irishman. I, I'm he has no ability to do an Irish accent in any sort of way. He can only do his Scottish accent. And it just, it's so hilarious, you know? I think it's so funny in that movie that he plays an Irishman. They were like, Sean, can you do an Irishman? Oh, I can uh, do a, I can do an Irish accent. I can do an I can do an Irish accent. You yeah. just let me go. Right, they're just like that's good enough. Let's go. Yeah, I mean he. It might sound a little Scottish, <laughs> but I'm gonna do Sean, an Irish one. Sean Connery, just let him do whatever he wants. It is Sean Connery. <laughs> it's just whatever I want. I mean, what can you do? I mean, at that point, you know, and uh, again, he won a Academy Award. Yeah. What an Academy Award for that movie. Oh, God, no. Playing Academy an Irishman with, a, uh, with a, a Scottish accent. Absolutely classic. So, yeah, it doesn't get much better. There's a good one. I guess it's kind of in the gangster range and so forth. More the whodunit gangster range. range. More oh, the whodunit shit. range. Uh, usual Suspects. Who? The Usual Suspects. Who's the effing Usual Suspects? You know who the Usual Suspects are. You tell me. Tell me. you never seen the Usual Suspects? No, tell me. Kaiser Sose. Kaiser who? Kaiser Sose. Who's Kaiser Sose? Have you seriously never seen The Usual Suspects? No, what the F are you talking about? I can't believe you've never seen The Usual Suspects. That's one, man, you need to write that down so I bring it over for you on DVD sometime and let you, you watch that about? movie. The Usual Suspects. It's a tremendous movie. Benicio Del Toro and... I think I have seen that the fucking movie. I thought you were talking about some shit that was going on in the media right now. No, man, we're talking about movies. Oh, my bad, yeah. Yeah, I've seen The Usual Suspect, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, what are we going to do with you, man? What are we going to do with you? Yeah, I've actually seen The Usual Suspect. Uh, have you now? Yeah, okay, yeah. good, good, sorry. good, I'm glad. Oh. My bad. <coughs> Just weren't sure where we were going with it, huh? Shit, man, he hit me off guard. I thought right. she was like attacking me. I was like, all right, hell? what are you talking about? Okay, let's get back to this here, man. I'm gonna, uh, I think, uh, 
I kind of wanted to put it up there, but since we're talking about Sean Connery and so forth, uh, <laughs> you talking about me? <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. What about it? It's great. It's the best out of the three. Okay. You don't think it's the best out of the three? Well, well sure. four, but I don't even I don't even put Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Last in Crusade, sure, fine. Why would you? Why would you? Why is any one of them better than the other? Because that's they just bullshit. Because they just are. No, that's bullshit. You know that all three of them are forty times better than the last one. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is awful. That movie's so bad. Don't just don't break one down and fuck the other three up. Well, I didn't break it down. The people who made it broke it down. Have uh, you said? Did you ever see the South Park episode where um, they go into the bar and they don't want to talk about that they saw it? It's that they're um, and it's Steven Spielberg and um, George Lucas are raping Indiana Jones at the pool <laughs> thing. Do you remember that one? Because no. they did for the, no. because they did four, and the kids couldn't understand. No, no, I get it. Steven Spielberg raping Indiana Jones. What's your fucking point? I get it. Because <laughs> the movie's terrible. That's my fucking point. <laughs> and everybody knows it's terrible. That's the thing. And I'm just saying, I, I love Last Crusade. Last Crusade is so damn funny to me. Uh, Sean. That's Connery. with his daddy. Yeah, Sean Connery's hilarious in there. And guess who else is in that movie? Uh, River Phoenix. Really? Right. Yeah, right before he died, he plays young Indiana in the beginning scene. Hmm. Remember when they're running across the train and all that kind of stuff? It's River Phoenix. Young Indiana is River Phoenix. So, good movie. Really love The Last Crusade. This one I saw in the movie theater, I think, with my mom. She really loved it, too. Surprisingly enough, because she wasn't really into the first two Indiana Jones movies. But Raiders, Raiders has got a problem. And you know what the problem with Raiders is, right? No. That if Indiana Jones would have never got involved in the first place, the same outcome would have happened. What does that mean? Well, that I don't even want to know what that means. That means that Fuck if Indiana that. Jones... Now, this is discussed on The Big Bang Theory, okay? The show The wow. Big Bang Theory. Oh, no, really? one of their girlfriends brings it up. She was, They were like, did you watch Indiana Jones? And she was like, yeah, I watched it. She was like, you know... She was like, it's cool that you like that movie considering, you know, that it's, uh, it's conundrum at the end or whatever. And they're like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, if Indiana Jones was never part of that story the story winds up the exact same way. The Nazis still open the Ark and all melt. And then they, they spend the entire episode trying to figure out, like, trying to be like, no, that's not... Oh, yeah. I guess. But what if... No. no. So nothing that Indiana Jones does in that movie makes a bit of difference. That's the it funny was part. fucked about, either way. Huh? He was fucked either way. Well, not he was fucked. What was what was going to happen? The outcome was going to be the same no matter what. The Nazis were going to open the Ark and melt. That was the outcome. Whether Indiana was involved or not, that was the exact same outcome. Well, then it's brilliant. No, then it's pointless. 